Hello boys and girls and welcome to another episode of Latata's Podcast. So today we are going to be reading the third chapter of Flat Stanley. So let's pop on our listening ears and let's give it a read. This chapter is called Stanley the Kite. Mr Lambchop had always liked to take the boys off with him on Sunday afternoons to a museum or roller skating in the park. But it was difficult when they were crossing streets or moving about in crowds. Stanley and Arthur would often be jolted from his side and Mr Lambchop worried about speeding taxis or that hurrying people might accidentally knock them down. It was easier after Stanley got flat. Mr Lambchop discovered that he could roll Stanley up without hurting him at all. He would tie a piece of string around Stanley to keep him from unrolling and make a little loop in the string for himself. It was as simple as carrying a parcel and he could hold on to Arthur with the other hand. Stanley did not mind being carried because he had never much liked to walk. Arthur didn't like walking either, but he had to. It made him mad. One Sunday afternoon in the street, they met an old friend of Mr Lambchop's, a man he had not seen for years. Well, George, I have seen you have brought some wallpaper, the man said. Going to decorate your house, I suppose. Wallpaper, said Mr Lambchop. Oh no, this is my son Stanley. He undid the string and Stanley unrolled. How do you do? Stanley said. Nice to meet you, young fella, the man said. He said to Mr Lambchop, George, that boy is flat. Smart too, Mr Lambchop said. Stanley is third from the top in his class at school. Cooey said Arthur. This is my younger son, Arthur, Mr Lambchop said, and he apologises for his rudeness. Arthur could only blush and apologise. Mr Lambchop rolled Stanley up again and they set out for home. It rained quite hard while they were on their way. Stanley, of course, hardly got wet at all, just around the edges, but Arthur got soaked. Late that night, Mr and Mrs Lambchop heard a noise out in the living room. They found Arthur lying on the floor near the bookcase. He had piled a great many volumes of the Encyclopaedia Britannia. On top of himself, put some more on me, Arthur said when he saw them. Don't just stand there. Help me. Mr and Mrs Lambchop went sent him back to bed but the next morning they spoke to Stanley. Arthur can't help but being jealous they said. Be nice to him. You are his big brother after all. Stanley and Arthur went in the park. The day was sunny but windy too and many older boys were were flying beautiful enormous kites with long tails made in all colours of the rainbow. Arthur sighed. Someday, he said, I will have a big kite and I will win a flight kiting contest and I will be famous. 
like everyone else. Nobody knows who I am these days. Stanley remembered what his parents had said. He went to a boy whose kite was broken and borrowed a large spool of string. You can fly me, Arthur, he said. Come on. He attached the string to himself and gave Arthur the spool to hold. He ran lightly across the grass sideways to get up speed and then he turned himself to meet the breeze. Up, 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 up went Stanley. Being a kite, he knew just how to manage the gusts of wind. He faced full into the wind if he wanted to rise and let it take him from behind when he wanted speed. He had only to turn this thin edge to the wind carefully a little at a time so that it did not hold him and when and then he would slip gracefully down towards the earth again. Arthur let out all of the string and Stanley soared above the trees, a beautiful sight in the pale sweater and bright brown trousers against the pale blue sky. Everyone in the park stood and watched. Stanley swooped right and then left in long match swoops. He held his arms by his side and zoomed at the ground like a rocket and curved up again towards the sun. He slipped, side-slipped and circled and made eight figures of eight and crosses and a star. Nobody had ever flown the way Stanley Lamtrop flew that day. Probably no one will ever again. After a while, of course, people got tired of watching Arthur. And Arthur got running, uh, and Arthur got tired of running about with the empty spool. Stanley went right through, showing off. Three boys came up to Arthur and invited him to join them for a hot dog and some soda pop. Arthur left the spool wedged in the fork of the tree. He did not notice while he was eating the hot dog that the wind was blowing. The string was tangling in the tree. The string got shorter and shorter, but Stanley did not realise how low he was until leaves brushed his feet. And then it was too late. He got stuck in the branches. Fifteen minutes passed before Arthur and the other boys heard his cries and climbed up to set him free. Stanley would not speak to his brother that evening and at bedtime. Even though Arthur had apologised, he was still cross. Alone with Mr Lamtrop in the living room, Mrs Lamtrop sighed and shook her head. Oh, you're at the office all day having fun, she said. You don't realise what I go through with the boys. They're very difficult. Kids are like that, Mr. Lamchop said. Phases. Be patient, dear. And that is the end of chapter three. We will be reading chapter four tomorrow, and the title is called The Museum Thieves. I wonder what Arthur and his brother Stanley, flat Stanley, will be getting up to in this chapter. I can't wait to read to you again, but for now, Goodbye. Bye.